Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to this week's segment of Live Without Limits. Today's show is titled 10 Tips for Doing Crowdfunding Right. Why do I want to talk about crowdfunding? Because there is definitely a misconception about crowdfunding. It is available, but one thing I need to make you aware of is that there are sites to go on for crowdfunding, but you have so many people on there that are going for the same thing, that unless you market it to the public, don't expect to get a lot of funding. Or another way to get funding is if you have an entertainer or a celebrity that sees (coughs) your posting on crowdfunding and want to take it on as a way to help you, that's how most people get crowdfunding. Contrary to popular belief, crowdfunding is no 20th century creation. In fact, the idea of funding sourced from a supportive public dates back to the 19th century. Even our beloved Statue of Liberty was built on a foundation of crowdfunding. These days, however, the difference is ease of access. Online portals like GoFundMe.com, Kickstarter.com, and Indigo, Indiegogo.com make it easier than ever for individuals and groups to create crowdfunding projects. Kickstarter and it. Indiegogo.com are usually used by celebrities when they have a project that they're looking to raise money for. And the more popular they are, the more they get what they want. Think about it. When Ron Howard first started his company, he took it to the stock exchange and got funding from the public because they knew him from the time he was a young kid and they followed him and they believed in him. Also, when they went to take their company private, a lot of the people that were invested in it did not want to let go of their shares because they knew that as long as his name was attached to it, they could earn money. But when they decided that unless the the people let go of their shares, they were going to step away from that particular public company, then and their investors realized that if they did that, then the value of of the company would go down so drastically, they were willing to give it up. The first step, of course, is to find out 
If your project is crowdfunding ready, we recommend taking a deep dive into crowdfunding batch to examine the very question. Ready to dive in, but still not sure how to do it right? We had the same question. So we did the research to come up with these indispensable tips to get your campaign off the ground. One, first of all, pick up a crowdfunding site that fits your project. Anymore, there are countless options for getting the cash you need to get your project started. But if you pick the wrong platform, your funding dreams may be dashed. Start by asking yourself, what overarching category your project fits into and what the end goal is. There are actually several types of crowdfunding campaigns, and knowing which one fits with your idea will help you find the right platform to promote it. The existing crowdfunding sites are grouped into the following topics, education, personal causes and nonprofit projects, creative projects, entrepreneurial endeavors, real estate, niche campaigns. And why is that so important to understand? Because if you're in the right site, guess what? You're going to have more visitors and have more traffic and more help. And if you really find someone that really believes in your project, then they can be that one person that helps you get your project off the ground. And for instance, I happen to be on Skillshare, which deals with education. And I actually made $1.81 from them this month. And how did I do it? Because I had people that actually went and viewed my video, and I get paid for every minute that they view my video. It's likely that one of these will suit your specific needs. As you browse each one, pay attention to the kinds of projects that you see and which ones are the most successful. This will help you determine whether or not crowdfunding is well-suited to your idea or if your idea is suited to a specific platform. Research the platform. Having a place to collect dollars and cents isn't enough to fulfill your dream of reaching crowdfunding success. The platform you pick needs to be integrated into social media functionality so that it's easy to share and promote your project. The platform should also be well vetted with many users dating back five or more years. With an established project base, these platforms will also have a bank of additional resources or frequently asked questions that will help guide you through the creation of a project page, as well as tips for how to effectively execute a crowdfunding campaign. 
Lastly, take a look at your preferred platforms, customer service support. The last thing you need is a snafu mid-campaign dumping your funding. So look into how and when you reach out to support teams to help you navigate glitches. Another thing to think about is your if you are going on a platform for crowdfunding, you need to make sure that you are not a scam program to begin with. Because if you are, it will be found out. I was involved with a company called Game Loop Network. And at first, they were doing crowdfunding with, through the members by saying you can become a founder if you put up $500, which buys you 2,500 tokens and guarantees you advertising and revenue and some other interest. Then when they revamped everything, they went back and they tried to go on, a, on searchengine.com to do crowdfunding. And when I and several other people went on there and posted our experience with, with them and the fact that what they were asking for and what we got in return did not jive, they literally ended up having to take down their website because, first of all, people were not going to invest in them as long as they had bad reviews. And not only that, the platform they were on also ended up booting them off of their platform. So crowdfunding is a great way if you've got a project that is really going to work. So know what you're doing. Examine seeds closely. Most crowdfunding sites ask for a percentage of your total crowdsourced fund to keep the lights on, but that percentage can be unreasonable. Normal fees range between 6 to 13% with the same wiggle room. If you see a platform with fees about 20%, consider it a red flag. Also, be sure that the fees are clearly defined and that you have the opportunity to ask the support team about how fees will be collected. This information should be a readily available. Okay. So remember, and, and a lot of times, you need to be aware of what's happening because platforms, the companies that the platforms are on are usually out there as much to make money as anything else. So be aware of what you're doing. Be aware of it all. And where? you expect to take your company in 
the future. What we are looking at here is you also need to do your due diligence. It's always important, no matter what project you're working on, that you do your due diligence. And if you don't like to do the research, then you need to pay someone to do the research for you. That is very much a part of growing a successful business in today's marketplace. Consider the benefit to the donor or funder. Whether you're collecting money for a charitable cause, like offering financial support for medical treatment or pushing a profitable new idea, the dining question should be the same. Why would the funder choose to give you money when you... When you structure your campaign, keep this in mind, even in nonprofit scenarios. Many community building crowdfunding projects lean on guilt to get donations, but choose instead to leverage a positive approach. Tell the crowd about the benefits to them and the community. So much has changed in how people view projects. If you remember when Jerry Lewis started doing the Muscular Dystrophy Association telethon back in the 50s, the attitude was that it was these poor, helpless people that can't do anything for themselves, and they looked at the children as poster children. And they often got a, a, a new one every year. And what they did was they would look at it as of, 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 cre- of creating or, or, or pushing on your heartstrings how these people were totally dying and they desperately needed services. But as we came out of the dark ages about disabilities and understanding how people get it, and the fact that they can live longer and they can be productive, then what happened was you saw the disability community themselves actually come together and protest against the MDA telethon because of the way they were portrayed. And what happened? He had to change his attitude, and it more became they were ambassadors. And it was not about them dying anymore, but how productive they can be. But because it was a known factor and it had been on for so many years, it really did not hurt them. But remember, what you are doing is how are you going to help people live a better quality of life today? That is what it's all about, the life that you live, the the way that, that you, you can contribute to society. And remember, and he, so that if you know of a business where people with disabilities can literally contribute by working with that company, because there are a lot of companies that I've talked to that have an interest in actually building 
and starting where they literally hire people with disabilities. Try to bring noticeable investors on board, even for small amounts. Like any campaign, your goal is to get as many viewers and followers as possible. Consider the viral ice bucket challenge. Big names like Bill Gates, Oprah, Colin O'Brien, and dozens of others participated, growing the potential audience and interest a hundredfold. That all starts with one big donor. So approach someone who would have significant pull and ask them to contribute, then share their contribution widely on social media. Today, this is something that's been mentioned somewhere else, but today, think about it. Anything you can do, you can promote on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on almost any social media platform, Tumblr, Evernote, a few others. There is just so many ways, especially if you write articles and promote whatever you do through an article that people will read because it goes viral, then that is the best way to get your message across in a way that will expand your needs. And especially, if, and this is something I even said earlier, and when I first started this presentation, is the importance of getting a celebrity behind you because when they believe in what you're doing, they will not only get their followers, but their followers have friends who they can talk to about because it all comes down to word of mouth advertising. And today, that is the best way to grow a business, whether it's setting up a, a, a push cart on the street corner, selling food or selling jewelry or whatever, there are so many opportunities that are available to you today. Even if you camp, your campaign is a nonprofit cause, make room for rewards. For entrepreneurial crowdfunding projects, it makes sense to offer your early investors a beta test of your product, or at least the first uh, iterations of the commercially available product. But even nonprofit campaigns can get on board with the reward system. Give up $5 to breast cancer and get a wristband. Give $15 and get a T-shirt. You get the idea. The reward doesn't have to be big but it should be something that the donor can wear or use proudly, demonstrating that they're on the forefront of the entrepreneurial movement or they're a good Samaritan who prioritizes giving to charitable causes. This is also a good marketing tool for your campaign. When people see you, your rewards, they'll want to be part of your movement.
whether you're collecting money for a charitable cause, like offering financial support for medical treatment or pushing a profitable new idea. The guiding question should be the same. Why would the founder choose to give you money? And I'm going to go through this again because this is something that we really, truly need to understand. That, And you've seen entertainers do this, that what they would do is like they would sell a script or they would sell if for the biggest and largest donations, they would sell an opportunity to be on the show that they were doing or creating or, or whatever, but something that would entice someone to give a big donation. So let's, go, let's look at it again. If you give $5 to breast cancer, you get a wristband. Give $15 and you get a T-shirt. Okay? First thing. And you re-up it for everything that you're doing. And whether they're collecting money for a charitable cause, like offering financial support for medical treatment or pushing a profitable new idea, the guiding question should be the same. Why would the funder choose to give you money? The idea is here is what is their reward? What are they going to get in return that they will remember? Talk to your funders. Whether you're collecting money for a charitable cause, like offering financial support for medical treatment or pushing a profitable new idea, the guiding question here should be the same. Why would the funder choose to give you money? That's what we, and this goes back to the same thing, that when, that if you have, and you've seen some people go on crowdfunding sites and say they had cancer and they were dying and they, and they, would, they would post something that would tear at your heartstrings. Or remember how when the American Red Cross raises money, they get most of their money when there's a disaster. And people often give because they want to help the people who actually suffered from the disaster. But they don't realize that what the American Red Cross does is they always have money in reserve so that when that disaster happens, they've got the money to, that comes in to act when the, the, it's a need to use it for someone in need. It can be a fire where someone's totally displaced. It can be a hurricane when there's such torrential rains and flooding that people end up having to be vacated from their homes, but they will always get help. And there's always FEMA to go to to get money to fix up a place, especially when you have some drastic needs. So there's always things that you can do that can help you. And, and, it's, and it always gets down to, it, no matter whether it's fundraising 
for a nonprofit or fundraising for a for-profit business or fundraising for whether it's a project that an entertainer wants to do, that often it comes down to why would the funder choose to give you money? And think about that answer. What makes you unique and different and your project worth their investing in? This is where many campaigners fall off the wagon. When you create a portal for funders on social media or on a crowdfunding platform or on a website, you're opening the door to the conversation and inviting people to offer their thoughts, questions, and ideas. This is why it's important to talk to the funder. Because whether you're on social media doing or, or on a crowdfunding platform or on a website, you're opening the door to a conversation and inviting people to offer their thoughts, questions, and ideas. So don't ignore them. If someone makes a comment on your project page, then respond, even if you think their message is ridiculous. Be kind and encourage them to speak or to spread the word. Don't aim for the sky. Consider your project carefully and accurately access how much you really need to make it a reality. If you ask for too much, funders will see a red flag and turn away. But if you're honest with them about what you need and why, then getting funding, even in a small amount, will be much easier. So, okay, let's think about this. You don't want to aim for the sky, and expect people to pay you astronomical amounts of money because when they see that, guess what? That becomes a red flag to them. Why? Because we live in a time when people are getting more savvy and more knowledgeable, and they have access to research. They can research you they can research a project. They can research what the need is. So if you do what you need to do and you do it right, then you will get what it is that you truly want. Diversify your campaign and content and make it personal. Nobody likes being talked to like just another wallet among the masses. So create a very personal approach to your campaign. Record homemade videos. Talk to, to the camera as though you were talking to your donors. Provide updates on how the campaign is doing and where the project is headed. Send personalized emails with information about how 
each person's specific donation is helping further the campaign goals. Remember, the best thing you can do is keep people updated on what you're doing, because if you do that, then they will gain and, and be more interested in helping you as an, a company to grow. And remember, it's not over till it's over. For some, crowdfunding is a set in and forget it kind of campaign. It's not. For your campaign to be effective, you need to be promoting until you reach your goal and beyond. Your voice needs to be the loudest. Your promotion needs to be the strongest. You need to show your funders that you are the biggest advocate for your dream project. And this is something that we all need to understand. Remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personal career coach com and we can sit down with you and help you put together a plan on how to build and grow your business and also how to take it and expand it to make it more successful.